just hours before the game against the Miami Heat, the Detroit Pistons had four or five other players join Kay Cunningham in health and safety protocols. How did that turn out for the Pistons tonight? We'll talk about that on today's episode of the Lockdown Pistons podcast. You are Locked On Pistons, your daily Detroit Pistons podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's the deal? Welcome back to another episode of the Lockdown Pistons podcast. I'm your host, per usual, Kuka Hill. You can find me over on Twitter, at Kuka Hill. I want to thank you guys for making Lockdown Pistons your first listen of every single day. We are free and available on all your podcast platforms. And if you have not already, head to the YouTube channel, hit that subscribe button. I'd really appreciate it. We just got over 1,100 subscribers. We're growing like crazy. Let's keep it growing. Like I said, if you haven't already, head to the YouTube channel, hit that subscribe button. I'd really appreciate it. Um, but I, I got to keep the stack for you guys today, man. Um, First off, I want to say Merry Christmas Eve to all you guys. By the time you guys listen to this, majority of you guys, uh, I don't know if I'm going to have it published before midnight, uh, but Merry Christmas Eve to all of you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed. Have a good time with family. Open some good presents. You feel me? Uh, I'm going to go hang out with my family. Uh, I, unfortunately, I had to work first, uh, and I had to go ahead over to my family's house. You know, I'm going to have some fun, uh, get together, you know, uh, enjoy family time uh, and, and and have fun with family members. So I hope you guys do the same thing. Um, but Outside of that, man, I, I gotta tell you guys something real quick. You got, you guys gotta love me, man. You got, you guys gotta love me because I, I'd be sitting here lying to you if I said that I had so many things I wanted to talk about, and there's just so much fun things going on with the Pistons. Uh, because there's not, there, there's, there's not that many fun things happening with the Pistons right now. Uh, not many, um, I think, interesting things happening right now for the Pistons today. And you may be wondering if you have been under a rock for the last 24 hours or 48 hours. You may be wondering, Koo, why do you? Why is that? You're usually high energy on the podcast. You usually always have stuff to talk about. You feel me? You always find something to talk about. Why are you feeling different today? Uh, so a few days ago, if you guys, like I said, if you guys have been living underneath a rock, the Detroit Pistons had rookie Kate Cunningham enter health and safety protocols, and he is out for what it seems like at least 10 days, even though I know the NBA and MBPA are talking about shortening like the NFL is trying to do shortening the time you spend in health and safety protocols. I don't know if that's like going to happen uh, while Cade happens to be in there. Is that going to like shorten it quickly? I, I don't know, but right now I believe it's at 10 days that you have to be in there or at least two negative, two straight negative tests. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think he's going to be gone for at least 10 days. Uh, so that happened a few days ago. And then just hours before tip off. And if you guys listen to the last podcast, you guys know, that one of the main things that me and my guest Bryce talked about, that the main thing that we wanted to see while Cade was gone is we wanted to see Killian Hayes take more shots and take up more of the responsibility as a primary ball handler, be aggressive, uh, see if he can take an opportunity or take advantage of the opportunity to have the ball in his hands a lot more. And, of course, the day of us posting that episode and, of course, me feeling good heading into the game tonight, like, okay, let's, you know, I can't wait to see this and see what happens, you feel me? Killian Hayes. Isaiah Stewart, Saban Lee, Rodney Magruder, all enter health and safety protocols for the Detroit Pistons. Jordan K. Cunningham in that health and safety protocols, and they will be out for at least 10 days as well with the two negative, or unless they get two negative tests back to back. So the Pistons had absolutely no chance tonight. I don't think anybody really, I, I wouldn't blame you if I heard about like, 50% of my listeners not paying attention to the game tonight uh, or last night. Uh, it, it definitely uh, it took a lot of the excitement out of the game, uh, whatever excitement you had for the game. It took a lot of the excitement out 
because uh, that's uh, you know that's that's half your start more than half your starting five uh, the majority of your young core that you come to watch every night to see if they develop out uh, and now you're going to see more of Trey Lyle you're going to see more of Corey Joseph you're possibly going to see more of Josh Jackson who has just I, Josh Jackson has regressed so mightily it's in, it's insane I, I it's honestly shocking how much worse he's gotten I I, I don't think any of us saw that coming uh, it's it's crazy uh, but more Josh Jackson. Uh, you got a little bit of Jamal Pickett tonight, uh, and you got a little bit of Check Diallo, who just signed on the 10-day contract, the hardship contract, uh, I believe yesterday or two days ago. Uh, so you got a little bit of those guys, but it meant more minutes for the for the veterans. And I don't think anyone was really excited about that. So before we get into individual performances, I just want to talk about the game itself. This game was a tough watch for the first half for me, uh, but it definitely got more fun in the second half. I just got to say one thing before we even talk about Piston players and positive stuff from the Pistons. The Pistons let a man. And, and and my overall point for the Pistons will be that everyone should be proud of them. They should be proud of themselves. Everyone should be happy with the way they played out there. They were down so many guys. They ended up only losing by three points. They led for a majority of this game. They played extremely hard out there, got really honorable performances from just about everyone that touched the court, especially the starting five. They went out there and they played their butts off. Uh, shorthanded with only nine people out there uh, with just hours before knowing that your whole line is going to be shaken up. Uh, they, they, they should be applauded and everyone should be happy for the performance they put out there. Okay. I just want to make sure everyone knows that uh, again, it was no one, you know, heading into the game. I think everyone smashed the, the, the money line on the Miami heat. Uh, and obviously that would make sense. Uh, and, and the Pistons almost upset that. And I don't think anyone thought that they would be this close. I don't think anyone thought that they would shoot 45% from the field, 45% from deep, and 88% from the free throw line. I don't think anyone thought they'd make 18 three-pointers. Uh, I don't think anyone thought they'd score 112 points. I don't think anyone thought they'd lose it by only three points to the Miami Heat with the lineup they had out there. But yet all those things happen, so you have to give it up to not only the coaching staff for getting them ready and, and, and putting them in a position to succeed with them being down so many men, but to do the guys who stepped up in these guys' absences and had really good performances. So, again, I want to make sure everyone understands that, you know, this was a great performance by these Pistons guys, and everyone should be happy about that. Uh, you know, it was a great loss. I, I honestly, you know, everyone wants to tank. This is a really competitive good loss. This is a loss that you can watch throughout the game, feel happy about how they performed, and take the loss and also help you in the draft positioning. So I, I thought this was a really good loss, and I, I'm really happy about how these guys went out there and performed and, and, and gave it their all and left it on the court. I I'm feel really good about that. And honestly, some part of me feels kind of bad for them that they didn't weren't able to pull out the win because they really did leave it all on the floor. Having said that, got all the positivity out. And this will be the last thing I say before we move on. The Pistons let a man who is about the age of my grandfather, who has probably seven points in totality over the last 10 years, score seven points on them in the third quarter alone. That man's name is Udonis Haslam. That man's 400 years old. He has white spots all over his all over his beard, all over his hair. That man should be in a in an old man's home. He he, he I, I can't remember the last time he touched the when's the last time he touched the floor. I, I again I, I think that if you combine all the points he scored over the last decade, you'd probably still be you'd probably be able to count it on two hands. But the Pistons let him score seven points in that third quarter. And this man was playing down the stretch of this game. The utter disrespect by the Miami Heat to play this 400-year-old man down the stretch, to play him more than 10 minutes 
He played 11 and a half minutes. He was a plus five on the court. He had seven points and five rebounds. The utter gall and disrespect by the Miami Heat, Eric Spolster and the Miami Heat to truck that man out there and basically say he's still better than you guys, whatever you guys got out there. The disrespect and the fact that the Pistons allowed him to score seven points just hurts my soul. It's it's tough. That that was tough to watch. That man probably has, like I said, 10 points combined in the last 10 years. Uh, but that, that probably right there is the biggest negative on my entire night. I was so mad and so upset that they allowed this man, who shouldn't be on any NBA roster, score seven points, a man who has just been hitching to the back of a, of a bench for a decade now, come out there and score seven points. It killed me, man. It killed me. It killed me. Biggest negative from the game. Not the fact that they lost. Not the fact that, you know, even that they were without all these guys. My biggest negative of the night is the fact that Udonis freaking Haslam scored seven points in the third quarter. Despicable, ashamed, shameful, just disgusting. I can't believe it. It kills me seeing him score those buckets. Because as he's scoring these those buckets, I'm over here looking at Megan. I'm telling Megan next to me, man, Megan, look, this, this dude – I'm telling him why, telling her why he's on the team, why he still has a spot in the NBA, what's his role, why all the things about him. And as I'm saying, how how bad he is, and he shouldn't be the NBA still. This man's out there getting in ones and shit. Like, bro, what? I, nah, just shameful. Shame. Shame. But, anyways, when we come back, we'll talk about more of some of the individual performances from last night's game against the Miami Heat. But before we get into that, I have to tell you guys about some of our sponsors. First up, Let me tell you guys a little bit about Truebill. Do you know why free trials are new without your consent? It's a business scam out to get you. Don't let greedy corporations pocket your money. Download Truebill to take control of your subscriptions. Truebill is a new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. On average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill. Because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in just one tap. And your Truebill concert is there when you need them to cancel online subscriptions so you don't have to. Truebill has over 2 million users and helps save them over $100 million. Don't fall for the subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Go right now to Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. It can save you thousands a year. That's Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Then let me tell you about another one of our sponsors, your guys' favorite sponsor, Built Bar. This holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, or even better than a candy bar. Built Bar. Filled with so many, so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat, but high in protein. You get the best of both worlds. Delicious and healthy. So many flavors, you'll have a hard time choosing from. Will you have raspberry or mint brownie? Cherry or double chocolate? Cookies and cream or peanut butter, peanut butter brownie? Built Bar gives you that extra fuel you'll need to bust down those doors and battle all the holiday shoppers. I know it's Christmas Eve, but some of you, and trust me, I'm right there with you guys, maybe trying to find the one store that's open that you guys can get that last second shopping in. If you guys need that last second fuel, that last second push, Built Bar will help you give that extra fuel so you can get through that on the final day before Christmas. Make sure you go to Built.com and use promo code LAC15 and you'll get 15% off all your orders on Built.com. Try out all the flavors. I suggest you guys try out the peanut butter brownie. That's my favorite one. So, again, make sure you go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your order. Again, LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Built Bar, 
the best tasting protein bar ever. So I want to thank you guys again for making Lockdown Pistons your first listen of every single day. We are free and available on all your podcast platforms. If you haven't already, head to the YouTube channel, hit that subscribe button. If you haven't already, we've crossed over 1,100 subscribers over there. We are growing rapidly. We're one of the best fan bases out there at the Lockdown Network. Let's continue to show them that. Head to the YouTube channel, hit that subscribe button. And I haven't asked you guys to do this, honestly, in a while. But if you have, if you are listening to this on the Apple Podcast, head down below. Click that five-star review and leave a nice review down there. I'd really appreciate that as well if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts. Uh, but, yeah, let's get let's get back into some of the individual performances of this game. So I, I just want to make this known to you guys again. This is this was a – even with how hard they played, I, I still found myself checking out a lot because it's just like there's not much to care for in this game. There's not many players to care about in this game. Everyone that you really care about um, is in health and safety protocols. Uh, so it, 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 even with how close the game was and how inspiring the performance was, I was struggling. I was, I was entering, I was coming in my game room like, man, what am I, what am I going to talk about? But we'll, we'll just talk about the, the, the game itself and, and, and things we saw from the game. There's not really much narratives to take of or talk about outside of that. Uh, so I, I want to give some props to some performances. And also we're going to have, I'm thinking I'm going to have a podcast on Christmas day and it's going to be like a fun little podcast. So, it's only gonna be like 13, 15 minutes. It's gonna be a fun little, fun, uh, fun little funny podcast I'm gonna to put together. It's gonna to be, you know, are you basically something along the lines of are you on the naughty list? Do you get a present or do you get coal? And I go through all the Pistons roster, the head coaching staff, or the, the coaching staff and the front office and see who gets coal and who gets a present. I think that would be pretty fun. Uh, so I might do that for you guys on Christmas Day if you guys are bored in the morning before you guys open your presents. You guys want to find out which piston player deserves to get a present, which one deserves to get coal. Uh, but let's go throughout the game again. Um, so there's one major negative that I want to point out, and there's some of you guys already tweeting at me about this. But Josh Jackson, man, there's been some people wondering why isn't Josh playing? Why is it Rodney? Why is Rodney Magruder playing over Josh? Uh, Josh has completely lost his final rotation. Why is this? Every time Josh has came on the floor for like the past month, he's shown you why he's he's out the rotation. It's crazy. Uh, if you guys followed the podcast last year, you guys followed me last year at all. You guys would know that I was I, I like Josh. Josh is a Detroit kid. Uh, he I look I, it looked like he was having a really good bounce back season last year, but a lot of injuries derailed him. Uh, but he, even still, it looked like he was having a bounce back season, a little you know showing that he can be a rotational player in the NBA uh, and was going to have a have a place in the NBA for years to come. I thought that his ceiling was going to be like a six man instant score type of thing off the bench for somewhere because uh, I, I looked like he was piecing that type of role together. But for this season, man, I, I don't know what happened. And the crazy thing is with Josh is that at the beginning of the year, Dwayne Casey was the main one talking about how his progressions, uh, his reads, his patience, his confidence, all those things were at all-time high in his career, that he had taken the necessary steps to, you know, uh, make the right reads and not force the issue all the time. And at the very beginning of the season, you you saw that a little bit. At the very beginning of the season, you saw that a little bit. But then after that, he's just been – it's it's honestly shocking how bad he's been. It's it's seriously shocking how bad he's been. He in the last five games, actually no, in the last three games that he's uh, played in, he hasn't scored a point. He hasn't made a field goal since December eighth. He's been so bad on the floor. It's crazy, and I, it's like I said, it's honestly shocking to see him play this bad because he was not this bad last year. He was actually decent last year. He was fine last year. 
and in the preseason and what we heard from him in the training camp and what we saw at the very beginning of this season, he was fine. Like for the first, let's 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 look at this. For the first five six games of the season, Josh was shooting forty six percent from the field. He was averaging ten points off the bench, four and a half rebounds, two and a half assists. He was fine. You even go further down. You go first twelve games. He's shooting forty four percent from the field, nine point three points a game, four point three rebounds, two point zero assists. Like nothing great, no, nothing spectacular. But he was fine. Like he was playable. Now it looks like every time he goes on the floor, it's like. He's everything that he improved on has taken a complete step backwards. It's like he's completely fallen off a cliff. How bad he's playing, and it sucks to see him play like that. It sucks to see him at this point because, like I said, he's a Detroit kid. We all root for him. We all like Josh. We all wanted Josh to be like a long-term rotation piece for the team because he's from Detroit. He's a Detroit kid, and he was. It looked like he was starting to figure things out. But for like the past, I don't know, since like November twentieth or so, he just hasn't. He he's just been bad, really bad. And like I said, it's honestly shocking because it looked like he was starting to piece together some stuff to have a to have a career in the NBA. And now it's looking like that he's just completely like reverted to everything that was bad about him uh, before this season. And it sucks to see. It sucks to see, man. It really does. Uh, like I said, he's a Detroit kid, and we all root for him. So seeing him struggle this badly, it just it sucks, dude. It really does. Like seriously, I'm not joking. It, like emotionally, it it sucks to see that, man. Uh, you root for him. But outside of that, that's my only negative. Uh, but outside of that, I thought everybody else really played spectacular considering the circumstances. They gave it everything they had. They gave it literally 110%. They left it all on the floor, uh, and they should be happy about themselves. Uh, let's just go through the list. Check Diallo played his two and a half. Uh, he played three. So look, I want you all to look at this real quick. <laughs> so I'm going down the box score. Or not look at it. I'll tell you guys. So I'm going down the box score. I'm talking about Check Diallo. I look at his minutes, and it says 260. That's three minutes. So I'm over here. To, I was about to say two, six, uh, two and a half minutes, but, like, I, why don't they just have it three minutes? Whatever. That's just, like, a little funny pet peeve I, I just noticed. But anyway, he played three minutes. He had a field goal attempt. He made it. Uh, I thought he went out there, and even he went out there and had a lot of energy. Jamarco Pickett, he played 15 minutes. He went out there and gave it everything he had. Luca Garza, you know he's going to give it everything he has in five minutes. And then you get to the starting lineup and you have dudes like Corey Joseph who played 42 minutes tonight or last night and was leading the Pistons. He had 21 points, nine assists, six rebounds and a steal. He shot seven of 15 from the floor, five of seven from deep. Corey Joseph, I think just had a performance last night that should save him from all criticism. I don't want to hear a bad thing said about Corey Joseph for at least the next month at the performance he had tonight. This man, Corey Joseph, the old man that he is, he went out there and played 42 minutes. <laughs> He's 30 years old. He went out there and dropped 42 minutes and damn near a triple-double on the Miami Heat and literally was one of the main he, – he probably was the main catalyst in the Pistons staying in this game and having a lead for the majority of this game. Uh, he, was, he was great out there. There was nothing short of great. You can't say nothing – Nothing bad about the way Corey Joseph played out there today. Uh, and, you know, you have to be really happy about how he played out there. Uh, and he really shouldn't get any criticism for, like, literally, like, the next month for how 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 impressive he was out there, how much he left on the floor for this team. Uh, and for him to be a veteran playing 42 minutes was honestly crazy. Uh, but then you have another good performance. Uh, Hamadou Diallo, it wasn't very effect, uh, efficient. Uh, but he went out there. I thought he played extremely hard as well. You could tell that he was out. The entire starting lineup was out there giving it everything they had. 
Uh, Hamadou Diallo did only shoot five or twelve from the field. He shot two or four from deep, though. But I, like like I said, you could see it. He, he was giving it everything they had. You could see the extra gear of these guys. He ended the game with twelve points, six rebounds, five assists, two steals. Uh, he didn't play the most spectacular game, but like I said again, he he contributed. He tried to fill up the stat sheet. He, he tried to fill uh, uh, help the Pistons in every different area. And he gave it everything he had out there. And that's all you can ask for circumstances like this. I'm really happy about the way he played. Uh, But we'll talk about the other three starters in the final segment of the show. These three guys, uh, actually, Corey Joseph should have been in the top three. But I had to talk about him first because what he did tonight I thought was just absolutely absurd. Uh, But we'll talk about the other three starters and Sadiq Bey, Trey Lyles, and Frank Jackson in the final segment of the podcast. But first, I have to tell you guys about one of our sponsors, Line AG. BetOnline has you covered this holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues its march through the college bowl season and the pro football playoffs. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to their new website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our, our promo code Locked On to receive your bonus from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all their amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports, so don't wait to take advantage of all their amazing new offers available. So again, head to the new website or mobile or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using our promo code Locked On to receive your bonus. BetOnline, where the game starts. I want to thank you guys again for making Lockdown Pistons your first listen of every single day. We are free and available on all your podcast platforms. If you haven't already, head to the YouTube channel, hit that subscribe button. I'd really appreciate it. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, head down below. Give me a five-star review. Write something nice down there. Wish me a Merry Christmas. Say something. Ask a question. Say something nice down there. I'd really appreciate it. Uh, But let's go ahead and finish this off and talk about these final three starters, man. So Frank Jackson. Frank Jackson got teed up tonight, guys. He fouled out. He got teed up tonight. He was showing a lot of emotion out there, and I like that. Uh, but he had 19 points, four rebounds, one assist, one steal, one block. Shot six of 15 from the floor, but was four of 10 from deep. Uh, he played 39 minutes. The starters all in totality. So you had Sadiq Bey, 43 minutes. Hamadou Diallo, 34 minutes. Trey Lyles, 37. Frank Jackson, 39. Corey Joseph, 42. They played a lot of minutes out there. And, again, the Pistons only lost by three. So I think that says major things about them. But Frank Jackson, again, the thing about Frank, I actually want to say, I was going to tweet this out, but I wanted to save it for the podcast. I think Frank Jackson has secured himself as a rotational piece in the NBA 100%. I think that's something he can be happy about because I don't think you could have said that about him a few years ago or even at the beginning of last year. But he's proven that he's at least going to be a rotational player in the NBA for a while. And I think that he should be, a unless he's involved in a trade to get someone else like involved in like a Jeremy Grant trade or something, a little add-on. I, wonder if, I, I think Frank has secured himself as a rotational piece on this team in the future, even when they're ready to compete. I think he's 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 good enough to be that. Uh, he can be that instant scorer off the bench. I really like Frank Jackson's game off the bench. He knows his role. He comes in. He does his job. I think he's good enough at that where he secured himself a spot in the NBA for a while. And I wouldn't have a problem with the Pistons keeping him on the roster for years to come in that role. I think that's a good find by Troy Weaver. I think it's for the minimal cost he's being paid. I think that's a great role for him, and I think he's doing a good job in that. He knows what he's supposed to come in and do, and he does it. Uh, and, I, and I really like that, and I like Frank. So I think I, I just want to point that out because there's not a lot of people on this squad, on, on this roster, that you can say will be here years from now or have a role in this team years from now. I think Frank Jackson does. It's not a huge role, uh, but I think he has a rotational piece as a backup scoring guy off the bench on this team when they're ready to compete. 
And I think that's a good find for Troy. I think it started off as a two-way contract. Uh, and I think that was probably, it might be his biggest value signing or biggest value find that he's had as the GM of the Pistons. Um, but yeah, I, I had to sing Frank Jackson's praises real quick. Then I want to talk about Sadiq. I really liked what I saw from Sadiq tonight. He shot 7 of 13 from the floor, 4 of 8 from deep. He had 23 points, 10 rebounds, 5 assists, and a steal. I thought Sadiq went out there and just played his game. It was very aggressive but smart. And that's the main thing that I like to see from Sadiq. He also had five free throws tonight or last night, and I'd really like to see that him getting to the uh, getting to the rim and playing physical and drawing fouls. The thing with Sadiq, listen, man, he he can shoot the ball. He really can. And he's physical, and he can get the offensive glass, a defensive glass, and really help the Pistons there. That in-between game that he's working on, I really just believe if he played like this every night and let the game come to him and played smart and decisive, he wouldn't need – to have all those long, drawn-out isos that you guys didn't really see tonight. Uh, he did have that one fantastic move on Tyler Hero at the end of the game. He drove uh, towards the middle of the key and gave him a nice behind-the-back move and hit a uh, fadeaway midi. I thought that was a really nice move. Uh, but the majority of his shots tonight came from him being ag- aggressive and decisive. Four of his seven makes were from beyond the arc, doing what he does best. And the other three were just, like I said, decisive moves, knowing what you're going to do and doing it quickly, not drawn out and taking bad shots that you just won't make. And also, he got to the rim plenty of times with drawn fouls. So I, I really liked what I saw from Sadiq. I, I think that's the type of player he can be, and he can score 15 to 18 points a game doing that. And I hope that he continues to, you know, over the last four games, he's averaging 23 points a game. Last game, he didn't shoot very well from the floor. He shot 5 of 19 from the floor. But overall, over the last four games, he's playing really well. And I hope that he continues to string these kind of games together and continues to play within himself like this. You don't have to be just a catch-and-shoot player, but build off of that. Build off of your strength and be decisive and be smart with your plays. Be very, be smart about what you're doing out there. Don't make it harder on yourself. I think that's, he's finally, finally looks like it's, he's realizing that this season. I really liked it. I really loved what I saw from some Sadiq tonight. I'm, I'm really happy with it. Uh, and this is the Sadiq I think everyone was wanting to see over the last four games. That's the Sadiq everyone's been wanting to see. And I'm, I'm really happy with the performance tonight, man, especially because he had to play 43 minutes down L, his playmakers that usually can create plays for himself or play, create plays for him. He had to go out there and do it himself, and he did it very – instead of, you know, one of the worries we said on the last podcast is that, you know, now that he's taken that burden onto himself, he's going to put himself into bad positions and take bad shots. He did not do that. He took the burden onto himself, played heavy minutes, but still played smart basketball and played really efficient basketball. And I that was a great sign, I thought, to see from Sadiq at this point. I thought that was major to see from him. I, I really loved the game I saw from Sadiq tonight. Uh, and then I had to save this for last, guys, because – Listen, I, I know he deserves this. He absolutely deserves praise for, for his performance last night. But it absolutely kills me to do it. He is the one player that I, you guys you guys will be fair to point out I have a bias against. Trey Lyles. I, I you know, we, we haven't said many great things about Trey Lyles. I don't think the Pistons fan base has had many great things to say about Trey Lyles over the season. But, man, listen, tonight he I, there's nothing bad you can say about him, man. There's not a single thing you can say. This man went out there and led the Pistons in scoring. He scored 28 points. He had eight rebounds. The man had four blocks, everybody. Trey Lyles had four blocks. He shot seven of 13 from the field, three of seven from deep, and that's not even the most wild part yet. He shot 11 of 11 from the free throw line. This man drew 11 free throws. He was a plus 13 in 37 minutes. 
This will be the only podcast. You guys hear me? This will be the only podcast that I do this. Congratulations, Trey Lyles. You got a clap for me, man. You played a good game. You played a really good game. A fantastic game, actually. I think this might be the best game of his career. Again, I want to make sure you guys understand. If Trey Lyles had four blocks, like this was easily the best game of this man's life. He went out there and played like a man possessed. It was insane. And there's nothing you can say bad about him tonight. Now, unlike Corey Joseph, who I said you guys can't say nothing bad about for the next month, I promise you guys, next game I'll be going right back to saying bad things about Trey Lyles. I'll go right back to saying mean things about him and making fun of him a little bit. I promise. I can't help it. But tonight, Merry Christmas Eve, Christmas weekend. I hope Trey Lyles has a fantastic Christmas, a fantastic Christmas Eve. Open some amazing presents. And that man, I promise you guys this, tomorrow on the little fun podcast I was thinking about doing, he was 100% going to get cold. But this performance right here, this one performance will save this man from getting cold. And that man will be getting an extra large present underneath his Christmas tree. Trey Lyles, everybody. 28 points, 8 rebounds, 4 blocks, 2 assists, a steal, plus 13 on the night, 7 of 13 for the field, 3 of 7 from deep, 11 of 11 from free throw line. Give it up for Trey Lyles, everybody. Give it up, everybody. Come on. I don't care if you're with family. I don't care if you're in the room listening to this in your headphones. I don't care if they look at you and say, what are you clapping for? Just give them this. Look at, look right at them. Keep it clapping and say, Trey freaking Lyles, man. Trey Lyles. Give it up to him, man. That's all I've got for you guys today. I don't think you guys ever were expected me to do something like that. But that performance, man, I had to give it up for him, man. I would have, been had, I would have had to be on an extra hater alert if I wanted to have given it up to him for that. Uh, but, man, that's all I've got for you guys today. Merry Christmas Eve, everybody. I hope you guys enjoy it. I know a lot of you guys celebrate, obviously, on Christmas Day. Uh, but my family, we do it a little bit different because my dad's birthday is on Christmas. Uh, so we celebrate Christmas itself on, on Christmas Eve and then celebrate his birthday on Christmas Day. Uh, so I don't know if you guys celebrate uh, open presents on Christmas Eve, but if you guys do, I hope you guys have fun. Enjoy time with family. Uh, enjoy your Christmas weekend. Like I said, I'm thinking we might do that special fun Christmas episode uh, on Saturday. But we'll see what happens. Uh, valiant uh, effort from the Pistons tonight. I think everyone should be happy with it. Uh, and, man, hopefully the guys in health and safety protocols get sa- uh, get healthy, recover fine, are, are all okay, and don't infect anybody else on the team or their family members. Uh, so I hope they recover fine. And, you know, hopefully we have some updates, uh, maybe even more signings to the Pistons on the hardship exception uh, by the time our next podcast records. But until then – Merry Christmas, everybody. Enjoy to have a great weekend with family. I hope you guys have great presents, and I will see you guys later. Peace out, everybody. Merry Christmas.